Hey, what's up there, everybody? This is Ruben. I am your co-host. With me today is my other two co-hosts, Kareem and Robbie. I fucking murdered the alphabet. God fucking damn it. <laughs> and this is the Mystery Meat Podcast. Wow. <laughs> What well, now? How we're gonna? The mystery gonna meat is full of dead alphabet Robbie. corpses. Oh my god! If this is not dead alphabet soup, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> it is now. Sorry. Okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, so we have a, a special episode for you guys today. Um, we didn't announce it last week because we wanted to kind of keep it a, a, a little surprise for you guys. But we're going to be doing our first al- ever albums that we have listened to. And the albums is Kareem has Hannah Montana, the movie, the album. I guess that was your first one, right? Yeah, you disappoint me really bad. <laughs> and and Robbie, uh, oh, his lovely. first one was Hillary Duff. Most um, wanted. Most wanted. Yeah, my first yep. one was uh, I picked Pink Floyd and the Dark Side of the Moon album because bam, I love it. It's great. It's the best. But let's talk about Hannah Montana first. Okay, let's talk about Hannah Montana and how uh, she was uh, among the worst Disney pop stars they put out. Yeah, Kareem. I I wouldn't say worst, but she's okay. Anyway, for first because now I have to. Because now we've gotten to a point where I am too old and I have to explain to people on the internet what Hannah Montana even is. And I hate that. And it makes me feel old. So listen up, fetuses. So, okay. Hey, boomer. For one. You motherfucking old piece of shit. Shut up, Boomer. For one, Hannah Montana is not her actual name. That's the name of a character that Miley Cyrus plays. Now, ask your, you're going to have to ask your grandpa who... Uh, that's the Cyrus name the family is because her dad is a Billy you Ray just Cyrus. Call me grandpa, you piece of shit. Basically, wait, wait, Miley no. Her real name is Miley Ray Stewart. Yeah, Kareem. Wrong. No, that's the name of the character she played the show. Actually, her real, real name is Destiny Hope Cyrus. Wait, what? But I guess she calls herself Miley Cyrus as a stage name. I, I've looked it up on Wikipedia. Anyway, so basically, Hannah Montana what was um a, a stage name was was part of a character that. Miley Cyrus played on the Disney Channel because she was part of the whole um like child actresses that are also pop stars. So that that's Hil- like Hilary Duff, like Selena Gomez, like Demi Lovato. And if you don't know who those people are, please, you're literally a fetus. Get away. <laughs> get get away from the internet. <laughs> Ashley Tisdale. Ashley Tisdale. Yes, yes. A Raven Simone. Yes. There's too many of them. Yeah, there's a lot. We we could honestly do a tier list of them if we had the time. We could. We could. Could definitely. Also, uh, Miley Cyrus is not Hannah Montana anymore. Just so you guys are aware, uh, that was yeah. a persona for Disney. She has since shed her husk uh, that is Hannah Montana. And she is actually, to be quite honest with you guys, outside of Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus has some fucking pipes on her like she has done she did a cover of say hello to heaven which is a temple over the dog song which is like a it's like a heavy rock song but like she did that in tribute to chris cornell and she blew it the fuck away like she fucking did a fantastic job so i really have a lot of respect for her as an artist because she does have talent you know what i mean like like have all the disney stars that i i know of that came out of that like i think miley cyrus probably has had the most talent i just think it's unfortunate that uh some person thought putting her in a fucking blonde wig and fucking 
singing hoedowns would be good. Hey, that's how you sell records, you know what I'm saying, Ruben? I honestly think she's a subpar pop actor, pop singer. I guess she's better than Katy Perry, but that's not saying much. K Katy Perry had like one good album, maybe two, and now we don't talk about Katy Perry anymore. If any of you don't know who that name is, just ask your grandparents, okay? Uh, uh, that's what we're okay. gonna say, ask grandpa over here, you motherfucker. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah Ruben, Ruben is pretty old, he'll, he'll tell you too. Yeah. You guys are pieces of shit. Um, I would also like to add, or if that's okay with you, Kareem. So this album isn't just Miley Cyrus as Hannah Montana on here. We also have Steve Rushton, who don't ask anyone who he is. Nobody knows he sucked. We have Miley as herself, weirdly enough. Um, we have Billy Ray on here a couple times, once on his own. For some reason, we have two Rascal Flats on here, and they're just acoustic versions of older songs of theirs. And we also have one Taylor Swift song, which was interesting. Uh, obviously, by the title, Hannah Montana, the movie, it, it's a soundtrack for the movie, uh, for the show she had. The, the movie, I, I don't, I, I also saw it like fucking more than 10 years ago i don't remember it was probably like mid Montana, montana yeah and this is actually the first this is our first soundtrack we've actually reviewed on this i'm pretty yes, sure it is. yeah so i i wasn't intending for that but you know i i guess that's how shit's gonna go you guys want to talk about any songs that you liked <laughs> oh i didn't I really like. like any songs on this i'm sorry dude i really hate hannah montana wow like i I I thought some of the fucking jams were kind of catchy, and I'm going to give it that. And the only reason why I'm giving it any kind of praise is because I do think Miley Cyrus in herself is a great singer and vocalist. That's the only reason. I'm actually nicer about this album. So the stuff that wasn't Rascal Flats, I mostly didn't like. I think Miley, honestly, is kind of subpar, personally, as both doing Disney pop and normal. I don't think she's terrible. I just don't personally like how she sounds. That said, I liked You'll Always Find Your Way Back Home. I liked The Climb. And I also liked The Best of Both Worlds, okay? So, um, also, I thought some of these other tracks, even though I didn't like them, were still cute. Like, I think Butterfly uh, Fly Away is a cute track for her and her dad to both do. And I kind of liked um, Crazier a little bit. I'm not big into Taylor Swift, but I thought it was nice to see her on here. Honestly, I do think it would have improved my opinion if Steve Rushton was not fucking anywhere near this project. He sounded horrible. His tracks sucked. And while I shit on Hoedown Throwdown, really most of the time I was just kind of bored. That's fair. Honestly, th this album's okay. And yeah, I, I would agree that Game over by steve rushed is like the worst song on God. this album it it's Why? just cringe it, you know it's funny how we like went through like nerdcore albums and we were relatively fine with them all even though we thought like something we're gonna shit on but like this is actually yeah. worse this is actually worse than like the ones we listened to that we thought were gonna be bad i actually honestly like razakel's album more because it makes me feel something with this one i guess i felt things but part of my notes are just me talking about my best friend because i was bored and i thought it would be funnier to talk about her and just ignore the song i mean honestly as far as disney pop goes also and i'm not blaming miley for this i'm actually kind of blaming disney for this i think it, the late 2000s when this album came out in 09 or so was kind of when disney pop has basically been dying um i think miley was really their last big hit and even then i don't think she was the best for it i, I i'm biased of course towards artists like emily osmond and ashley tisdale but still i don't know i think miley her whole her her shedding of the Disney pop bullshit and all of that was also kind of a hit against Disney because just a couple of years before, she was their poster child. That said, I don't blame her for it. She at least has a career now, unlike, you know, Hillary Duff, who I do think is better, 
but you have no fucking idea she released an album in 2017. Meanwhile, you know Miley released an album a couple years ago. That's true. You're probably right about the dying thing, because this came out, because, like, the movie and the soundtrack, it's, like, kind of supposed to be the end of the series. So they, she basically was out the door, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, and I think that was part of her issue, was that they were not supporting her as much anymore. Or no, I, I'm probably misremembering, because I'm not even looking this up, but I think part of the issue was they were constraining her, and another issue was they were basically done with her. I don't think she wanted to be another Hillary Duff where we don't fucking talk about her. I think she wanted to do more, and she has been doing more. And I think that's great, honestly. Um, And again, while I may not necessarily like her music, I think that's great for her that she actually still has that impact that, you know, we don't see with Hillary Duff or a lot of other Disney pop stars. Because a lot of them either decided, fuck it, I'm not doing... Uh, the numbers I want with music, so I'll stay in acting like Emily Osment or Ashley Tisdale, or they're just kind of gone. Like, again, Hillary Duff had an album in 2017, no one noticed. Miley drops an album, and you know, there's people noticing. I hear about it on, you know, whatever feeds I see. Yeah, I mean, obviously, out of the two, she's, she's definitely been the one that's been more proactive in her career um as far as like uh as far as getting a fan base i guess or keeping the fan base i wouldn't say it's even an issue with proactive i think part of the issue is raven simone and hillary duff were just for whatever reason not putting their all into it or they were and they didn't have the resources to really move past disney like they wanted to with miley i think because how i remember it is it was like she more or less rebelled against her old image she was ripping it off and she was exchanging it for a more of a shock image i think that's part of what honestly helped because she transitioned from being disney's little princess to miley cyrus in a sense yeah yeah, yeah i i guess uh, for me uh just to cap off my thing i'm gonna gonna rate this album probably a four out of ten and like i said uh for me mostly it's because i do have a lot of respect for miley cyrus as a singer and i'm gonna give her that but uh, as far as the album goes i'm not the biggest fan of it not at all yeah i'm gonna also give it a four out of ten because i honestly think they could have done better with her and her lyrics and in general a lot of these songs actually i like but my issue is they maybe gave it to her or i don't know i'm really trying not to hate on her um i do to hate that Steve Rushton is on here. I think it's interesting they had Taylor Swift on here and Rascal Flatts. You know, what I would say is I would probably, if I could, do anything with this album, I would make it more of a Miley one. And I would probably also put Emily Osment on it. And just in general, I, I don't know. I know it's a, mo- a soundtrack. But I still feel like it's not Miley enough, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. It is kind of weird that Emily Osment isn't on there, even though like she is like a co-star on the show. She's in the movie, I'm pretty sure. So, like, they could have literally had them do a song together. Yeah, and it's because Disney didn't care about her musical career. Disney has constantly done this, where they'll give the girl um, or the guy um, some money to make a song or an album, and if that album flops, according to Disney... Their career is over. It fucking sucks. Yeah. I don't know what the whippersnappers are talking about. These Miley's and <laughs> Emily, <laughs> Emily, Emily, uh, fucking uh, uh, omelets. Don't you have a dinosaur her like that? She's the single best uh, actress Hannah Montana gave us. Fuck you. <laughs> Emily Osment is the best thing out of that show. Do not fucking start a war with. <laughs> calm down, dude. Come on, calm down, dude. No. Just calm down. No, fuck you. You gotta calm down, man. Emily Osment in Goosebumps was really good. Fine, whatever, dude. Boomer. Shut up. Let's go oh, on the other no, I didn't get my rating, no, you green hasn't rated it. Grandpa, you gotta oh. remember. It's my turn. God damn it, Grandpa. <laughs> I swear to God, we should have left you in Normandy. 
Alright, Kareem, what's your rating? Um, I'm giving this I'm giving this a five out of ten. Um I'm only giving it a five only because like I've listened to it a couple I, I mean obviously I grew up with this soundtrack, I've listened to it a couple times, but like realistically am I ever gonna really look back at it and like give it a re-listen? No. If I really want some Hannah Montana music, I'm probably not gonna pick this up. I'm probably just gonna find some random song that was from some of the other soundtracks that they released for the show. I think this is an okay album, but I don't really think it's that impressive so i think five is not really that far off from how you guys were feeling so it's time for hillary duff and for me to be even more of a Wait, boomer. what's the rating oh oh right the overall mystery meat stick rating is a 4.3 out of 10 Ooh, that's yeah. not a lot of meat sticks. No, it isn't no not very impressive at all it's what i would expect for late disney pop though i'll be honest yeah right so yeah. let's talk about most wanted and i think most wanted may be our first compilation review actually um and that was an accident because i remembered it as an album it's not so most wanted came out in 05 as a way to i think cap off hillary's disney pop career she only had three new songs on it at the time so she got shit for that the three new songs were wake up beat of my heart and break my heart and you probably heard those first two on the radio all the fucking time if you grew up in the 2000s and if you claim like oh i grew up i was born in 2000 i don't remember it well you didn't fucking grow up then in that fucking fetus yeah you were a fetus yeah, anyways um <clears throat> so most wanted wasn't really that well received on release that said if i do think that as far as you know hillary duff goes i think it's an extremely good look at her work i did think all the songs on it really except mr james dean are really good and in general i think it's a really good introduction to disney pop it might be i think one of the better examples of something that disney actively pushed out of their fucking music you know what i kind of like about it is it kind of has that it does have that pop but it's kind of like rockish too in a way you know because it reminds it, it kind of reminds me of almost like a tame a tamer evanescence yeah, yeah. i got that vibe too and um also i just want to add it's mostly stuff from her second and third albums now that said i agree it's a lot more of a tamer like evanescence or lincoln park to me in a way and while some of the songs i think aren't necessarily the best ever you know as far as a pop song goes i i still liked it I still think it was really good. Yeah, what did you guys think? Um, honestly, I didn't really know what to expect. Because I kind of just assumed, like, oh, it's going to be similar to Hannah Montana. But, like, no, this is actually way better. I really enjoyed a lot of the songs on the album. I think Fly is probably my favorite one, if I had to choose one. I, I that That is, I, again, it does feel kind of like Evanescence, and I and that track especially, I really like Dude, Fly was on the radio so fucking much. Well, it, it should be, because it it's amazing. I love it. It is. I, I, <laughs> I, I like it. That's, that's all I gotta say. I, I'll give my rating later, but... Uh, you can shoot Ruben if you want. Um, for me, um, first off, off the bat, my two favorite songs on here was like Wake Up and Metamorphosis. I, I really liked Metamorphosis. I thought that was a great song. Um, I think for me, honestly, um, I I do have a have a love-hate relationship with most Disney pop. Um, mostly because I feel at some point it's kind of like um kind of drags on for me. I, I feel at some point the songs just kind of sound the same, you know, and it's just kind of like the same message in my mind you know but i would say that i was more surprised by this album because it was like i said more kind of rockish too and when disney pop was coming out like some a lot of the pop songs sucked in my opinion you know like they they got like 
bands uh, to do like re re sing like Disney songs or like do like pop versions of different songs, and I I really didn't really like it a whole lot. But Hilary Duff was actually kind of like a a diamond in the rough kind of, and I really liked her as uh, Lizzie McGuire because I grew up with her because I'm a fucking boomer. <laughs> yeah, assholes. So, um, also, um, add that. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. So Hillary Duff also hasn't really been the best person since the um, you know, end of her like star status. So she had a couple social media controversies. One was in 2016, just because her boy, her and her boyfriend wore a pilgrim in Native American costumes, which it was it was called cultural appropriation. They apologized for it. I don't. I I am not going to comment if I cared or not. That said, in Insta um in 2018, Instagram they did bully their new. York neighbor. Hillary claimed that the woman smoked cigarettes weed all night and that her apartment reeked, but the police later confirmed that an altercation had occurred between Duff's then-boyfriend Matthew Coma and the neighbor, with Duff's representative later issuing a statement saying that Hillary and her young son have been subjected to excessive secondhand smoke, late-night noise, garbage in the hallways, and an overall hazardous living environment for months now. However, actually, wait, no, no, never mind. This isn't bad on Duff. I thought I thought we had evidence she was bad. God damn it, Kareem. Um, Duff's all allegations of her neighbors were corroborated by other neighbors, though, including Shelly Ross. Okay, why the fuck is this under controversies then, Wikipedia? Robbie has bad reading comprehension. It's on controversies because it just it involves a fucking famous person or a used-to-be-famous person, and it's just, it's really more just for show. Like, it's just like, oh, this was a controversy because Hillary Duff was in it. Okay, um, let me, let me come up with, with another Hillary Duff fun fact because I basically claimed she was a bad person and then we learn she isn't. Well, you know, I've I've heard rumors throughout the years that she's kind of like mm, not the easiest person to get along with amongst like the Disney stars. Um, she wasn't the worst, but she wasn't the easiest. It's kind of like Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf is kind of <laughs> weird. You know what I mean? As it is, he was a Disney star. Like we all have to remember that Shia LaBeouf was a Disney star before he was a you fucking... Know, I forgot about that. Stevens. Yeah, even Stevens, and that's Christy Carlson Romano. Uh, she was also yeah. in that show, and she um, she's had a relationship with Hilary Duff, but I think they stopped talking at some point. I don't know why they did, but um, I, I, I kind of get the feeling like maybe Hilary Duff wasn't the easiest to get along with. Uh, well, uh, I can say personally um, that I saw Hillary Duff at Walmart the other week, and she stole an entire fucking shelf of fucking candy bars, dude. I it was the craziest thing. I, I, dude, I saw Hillary Hillary Duff. Uh, I was walking down the street, and dude, she punched the baby in the face for a lollipop. <laughs> dude, I was just going into Walgreens, and I saw you know both. Fred Durst and Hillary Duft, and, you know, Hillary looked really angry because Fred was just, you know, asking the cashier about their day and stuff, you know, being nice. So Hillary just, you know, got a switchblade out and just stabbed Fred in the fucking neck while, you know, wow. screaming yeah. that, you know... <laughs> This this is a uh, Hillary's world, and, and Fred is uh, just Jeez. a fucking a parasite. Like, hang <laughs> on, you know, wow. it, it was kind of shocking. Um, 
Hillary. I guess it's just to, one of We need to come clean, Hillary. We need you to come clean. <laughs> Justice for Fred. Yeah, like, like, damn, I, I know Fred Durst is a fucking loser, Hillary, but calm down. You don't need to stab him in Walgreens. Do it in Justice CVS. They're used to it. Hashtag Justice for Fred. <laughs> no, just hashtag stab him in CVS. Okay, anyways, I'm not endorsing crime. Um, I would rate this album, honestly, a 9 out of 10. It lived up to how I remembered it and how much I liked it as a kid honestly i think that's fair me personally uh, i'm gonna rate it i'm gonna rate it a six out of ten <laughs> uh, i'm uh, really only because i enjoyed it a lot more than hannah montana to be honest i'm still not the biggest fan of disney pop but the album was pretty decent in my opinion kareem what are you rating it i'm gonna have to give it an eight out of ten i, I really liked it and uh i'll probably listen to it again Okay, so this is a 7.7 out of 10 mystery meat sticks. And Kareem is crying as he hears. That's not a full number. <laughs> oh, okay, man. So, um, you know what time it is, Ruben? It's, it's, it's time. time. No, no, it's time to um, review um the new, uh, al al this new album I found from Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Yahoo! Yes, it's Pink Floyd time. Fuck you. I I, I, I would like to say that you could, um, you could uh, get off my lawn right now. <laughs> okay, I, I see how it is. So, so that means we are going to um, be reviewing R. Kelly's debut album, 12th Play. Oh, I hate you I've even never more. Heard this album. I hate never. you even more now. So, um... Why? Uh, okay, you, anyways... <laughs> Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. To give a little context, I was a kid. I was probably about eight years old when I listened to this album because my dad was a big fan of Pink Floyd. Had Pink Floyd in the 1400s? Yeah, they did. <laughs> they they definitely did because my dad's that fucking old. Damn. You dumb fuck. You know what? I'm I'm done. I'm done. You're no one's gonna get any album review. No more anymore. I'm out. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'll, I'll just review Dark Side of the Moon because it was a pretty good album, actually, Ruben. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, for real. Uh, so, Dark Side of the Moon uh, is an album by Pink Floyd. It came out around, I think it was March of 1974, I believe. 72. Uh, 72. Wait, no, 73. I'm an idiot. I can't read numbers. Oh, well, we were both we were both wrong. But it came out in 73, and it is a concept album, and it mostly deals with the beginning of life and living and then death so it has to deal with a human's mental state and like greed and consumerism and there's a lot of like ideas that go into it but it's mostly just about life and the human condition and the the, uh, the mental condition that human beings are in it has influences from the band's experience and also from another little tidbit of a story that I would like to tell you guys they had a, a band member called Sid Barrett and Sid Barrett was the guitarist I think he was also a songwriter as well and he kind of brought in more of that experimental stuff along with like roger waters and what ended up happening was he kind of went into this lsd or like acid filled drug induced kind of like period of his life where he kind of he just lost his mind the band after he kind of got i think he got fired he either left or he got fired they replaced it with D david gilmore but sid was just going into a downward 
spiral. And it was very quickly that if you look up his story, if you look up an image of Sid um, when he was like first in the band, and then you look up another image when uh, it was like what six years? Um, it was like four Robbie. years or something. It was even like shorter. four years. Four years after he fucking left the band, he looked totally different. He all his fucking he shaved off all his hair. He he fucking gained a ton of weight, and basically he was unrecognizable to the people. What ended up happening was um he went into studio where Pink Floyd was recording uh Wish You Were Here the album and they didn't recognize him until someone said that's Sid Barrett and they I think when I heard about it they fucking cried like they broke down because their friend just didn't look like himself anymore. Um, I'm going to so, apologize again because it was seven years. So a 1968 picture versus a 1975 one. Okay, seven years. That's still pretty short for the amount of, like, from where he was to then, you know? Kareem will put the pictures up, but um, he essentially looked yeah. like he aged a couple decades really badly. Yeah, he really did. Fucked really fucked up. And it's cited that his influence goes into the Dark Side of the Moon album. It, you especially feel it around kind of brain damage, you know? where you kind of feel like someone's just losing their fucking shit like mentally I would say like I personally I just love the fuck out of this album from beginning to end it is so seamless uh, of, a, of an album like every song just flows into each other so seamlessly it, it's like a ride and I, I think that's what they intended but like I was telling Robbie you know as I've gotten o older you know and listening re-listening to this album it, it makes me melancholy it makes me not to depressed but uh it, it it makes me think a lot about my life and i think that was their intended purpose but it's um it's very deep but i would like to hear from you guys what you guys thought about it so i'm sorry it was six years 1969 1975 and i'm too much of a nerd on semantics anyways essentially um i i, I really liked the album it was kind of surprising it felt kind of more like a movie in a way i went into it late at night and i was just like okay there's gonna be some boomer ass music that maybe i'll like but i liked the wall i came out of this one kind of surprised though i really liked it i don't know a lot of what to say here because Ruben has said most of what I would say, honestly. I guess to compare it positively to some things I've listened to recently, such as the quality of it reminds me a lot of the quality of, say, Kendrick Lamar's albums or of Ka's albums. He's an obscure, or not obscure, he's an underground rapper who makes uh, quite a few concept albums as well. It was um, extremely high quality, extremely uh, it's gonna sound pretentious, but extremely deep in a way. Yeah, yeah. What, what about some of the songs? You got some notes on the songs, maybe? Oh, yes, I do have a lot of notes on the songs so i I, I liked all the songs. I liked Bunny the most, and I've actually heard it before. In my notes, I made a 50-cent joke. Don't worry about that. Brain Damage just seemed like it was likely about Sid Barrett. And then Eclipse was a really nice ending track. Us and Them was pretty much just about tribalism. Any Color You Like was a groovy, jazzy song that I like. Speak To Me actually reminded me of Linkin Park. It had a heartbeat in it, and then it transitions into it, which Linkin Park does add a lot to with the transitions. They're extremely, how do I want to say this, smooth, transition. Linkin Park has done that on quite a few of their albums, but especially on A Thousand Songs. Right, on the right. run was neat. There, there's running noises in that one. It reminded me of a Tron game that was around on the iPhones and iPods back in like 09, 2010. Yeah, I liked the album. 
It, it was much better than Hannah Montana. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I liked it in the beginning. In the beginning of the whole album, you hear, you basically hear all the transitions all in one. That's what I kind of liked about it. So it did begin with the heartbeat, and then it ended with the heartbeat, kind of just accenting, you know, the cycle, how it just all comes back around. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was a very, it's, um, I don't think it's pretentious to say it was deep. You know what I mean? Because I, I feel like there's a lot of artists that don't really make a lot of deep songs. I don't I wouldn't say they're not deep but uh, I would say they're not thought-provoking you know what I mean like a lot of them they're straight up to the point it's either about and especially in rock uh, you just hear mostly like sex songs you know what I mean like it's just kind of like it's nice to have a, an album that's not about fucking partying and doing drugs and shit like that you know and uh, that's why I get away with, uh, out of it um but Kareem what, what do you got this was easily the, the album I was looking for to the most because i i'm not as knowledgeable about what is you ruben but i have listened to some i've listened to the wall i've listened to the division bell and uh bit of wish you were here so i already knew i was gonna like this one <laughs> to be honest it's kind of hard to pick a song that i like i, I like money i like the brain damage i like time less than them but uh honestly i'd like just enjoying it as like a non-stop like as soon as i had the opportunity i just started and i just didn't stop until it was done i i, I loved listening through it all at once the other albums i didn't really i just picked it up when i ever felt like it but this this is definitely an album where there's like no track I would even bother skipping. Um, and I have to no. also go ahead. Oh no, I was also just gonna say the album art is amazing, and uh, if you disagree, you don't have eyes and you don't deserve them, <laughs> um, dude. Dude, I'm gonna say something like the album art is so iconic that you, I, I, I swear to God, if any of you fucking little fucking whippersnappers tell me that's not um i'm gonna get your parents and i'm gonna sternly talk to them <laughs> gonna give you a spank yeah i mean yeah, it's I'm iconic but I, I don't know if it's as iconic as journey no okay maybe no no it's it's definitely more <laughs> iconic than journey Fuck I you. gave you an actual <laughs> counter argument. It's definitely more iconic than Journey. Now, even though Journey has a, a pretty iconic fucking album, this this nice. one is like literally it's on T-shirts, bro. Yeah. It's on T-shirts. It's on banners. It's on fucking mugs. It's on uh, everything, dude. This this fucking album art is everywhere. It's, it's fucking so crazy. Oh, I was just gonna say. Also, I, normally I wouldn't talk about this, but the inside of the album also has like this cool, like like it still keeps like the rainbow pattern that has little heartbeats in it. I, I love it so much. Oh, that it's, is cool. It's beautiful. It, yeah, it's, it's amazing. super cool. Yeah, man. It's it, it like it's just simple, but it's amazing at the same time. Like I don't know what it is about it, but I do love it. And another thing I was gonna say, Cream, is um, I feel like Dark Side of the Moon is just one song. Like if you really want wanted to do, like really just think about it it's it's one long continuous song like yeah. because it transition it transitions so much and so smoothly like if you were listening to the album and you weren't really thinking about like the song names or anything like that you would totally think it's just one long song yeah, just with many different parts and that's that's why i like it, it it's it's great it was perfect for um because it's basically listening to that as soon as i got out of work and that was on my way home it was like it was, like, it was like an odyssey, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I retract my statement because I'm realizing the journey 
thing I saw was not an album cover. It was just their logo. So Ruben is correct I mean. here. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, no, this is like the most iconic, probably one of the most iconic ones. Yeah, um, yeah, I was yeah. thinking of a logo. But um, anyways, yeah, no, I, I do think it's one of the most uh, iconic album covers. And I think that's part of why also we've seen some artists try to emulate it in a way. Or try to make it part of their iconography in a sense. Oh, yeah. And also, you know, guys, this album's been covered a lot. I mean, it's been so influential to a lot of people that you wouldn't even believe, like, how many people cite this album as their most influential album. Uh, And I could see why. I mean, like, it's it's just um, it's an example of when things all fit together in, in, in in a rock album. You get what I mean there? Yeah. Yeah. So for me, um, no lie for me, I'm giving this a 10 out of 10. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10 also. Uh, I'd be pretty stupid to not give it a 10 out of 10. You'd also be dead. I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> and what's the what's the overall meat yeah. stick score? I'm not good at uh, that. Uh, 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 9.9 out of 10. No! It's a 10 out of 10 overall Absolutely score. perfect! <laughs> Yay! Finally. It's our first 10 out of 10. Bum, 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 But yeah, um, no, I really liked the album. It made me want to go back to the wall. However, that may, um, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, take its own episode up and might include a movie review. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's gonna be one hell of a fucking episode. I'm gonna tell you yeah. right now because the wall album is a lot longer than the Dark Side of the Moon album. And it's gonna be no... one top of wall to climb, huh? <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's, gonna... it's just gonna be another brick in the wall. <laughs> I made it funny. Uh, nah. Okay, so now, uh, guys, we usually would have Am I the Asshole segment, but I think we have come to a conclusion that we're probably gonna stop doing those. Um, mostly because, for one, I... I... Me personally, I don't think it's the greatest material. I think we were uh, doing it mostly just to have it as a filler. And what do you guys say about that? It was generally kind of a filler. I mean, I mean yeah, I've been helpful. adding to the channel, but I don't really care to keep doing it. It feels to me, this is going to sound weird, it feels overly negative, And in general, I just don't think it's really the best. I would yeah, rather I we just do tier lists or some shit. Yeah, because be yeah and I don't think it really fits in the overall general atmosphere of our podcast. Because our podcast is mostly about music. And these little fillers, even though they're fun to read, I, I don't feel like they really capture anything about what our podcast is like. No. So we have come to kind of a, a conclusion that we're probably going to start doing uh, like some kind of tier lists or like playlists for you guys. Um, kind of like what we did for our October stuff where we uh, pitted songs against each other. I don't know if we're exactly doing that, but we're definitely thinking about uh, other ideas. And Robbie, would you like to tell him about maybe some uh, albums that are like um, ideas for album reviews that we're trying to think of? So, some of the album ideas we're talking about is something like first rap albums. We're talking about reviewing more concept uh, art or concept albums. I think, it, again, The Wall is another thing we will do at some point. I'm not sure if we'll do it this year. It's very possible we will. We'll likely also try and put together a Christmas playlist in December. Yeah. Without Mariah Carey on it. <laughs> Fucking swear to God, if anyone suggests a Mariah Carey album, I'm done. I don't have the Anyway. Well, all I want for Christmas is you. <laughs> Fuck you. <God>. Anyways, <laughs> I'll likely also go into a Kendrick Lamar 
phase at some point so we can discuss him and we can discuss a probably wrong theory relating to Kendrick. We'll likely also go, go over Eminem at some point as well. MF Doom is another artist we'll likely cover. Um, who okay. else would y'all want to cover? Um, I, uh, I was just gonna... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just gonna say I definitely been wanting to do like boy bands I, I wanted to do like nsync versus fucking backstreet boys and then uh what was that one b5 you said robbie yes b5 yeah. is was a disney r&b slash rap group yeah I, I oh we're not gonna do other. we're not gonna do the new kids on the block Oh, we could. We I, could. We could also do NSYNC. Actually, what Kareem yeah. and I were talking about was comparing the boy bands. Yeah, like it'd dude, be we like should do. We should do. We should do a New Kids on the Block versus Backstreet Boys versus NSYNC. Yeah, I'm. I'm that's what that. we should. That's what we should fucking do. Uh, I also for me, um, I was telling Robbie, I kind of want to switch between uh, well-known artists and more obscure artists so like this next week if we decide to do like our first rap albums mine would have been warren g and would have been listening to and warren g is pretty well known you know what i mean it's at least in the rap game i i, I believe he's well known yeah warren g was a big name in the 90s yeah i don't think he's as well known in the 2000s or the 2010s because he kind of stopped but yes, in the 90s, he was very well known with G-Funk. Yeah, yeah, and I love that G-Funk sound. It's a good, good great sound for me. But yeah, I, I, I'm very excited for us moving forward. Uh, I think you guys are going to like it. And, you know, I think it's going to be a cool idea if we have a playlist for you guys, like, every other month or so you know what i mean so you guys could play on it play with it see if you guys like our selections and uh we hope you do and we hope you jam to them uh, honestly i was kind of it'd be fun i think and not at the at, we'd have to figure it out but like it'd be cool if like we did um like compare our playlists against each other when we get enough we, we could be like oh is this one shit or is this one good you know we, yeah i mean that would have been that would be cool if we like reviewed like each of our playlists like uh, <laughs> yeah. Like every week or something that, like that. That would that'd be, be funny. fun. Yeah. Like an end of the year thing or something. If we had more playlists, yeah. we, we wouldn't be able to do it this End time. of the year playlist. But yeah, I think we got a lot of things in the work for you guys. Again, our social media stuff, we're, we're going to get on that. We're, we're still new to it and we're still trying to figure a lot of stuff out. Uh, but we want to bring you guys the best experience that we possibly can. Even though we have limited technology and limited uh, resources right now, I think we we can bring some great stuff to you guys. I also would just like to, and y'all can do this if you guys want, I just want to run off a list of albums I would like to uh, review at some point. And honestly, Kareem, if you want to, you can just put a rolling list of these. Um, All right. Prince Paul's A Prince Among Thieves, Kendrick Lamar's Section 80, Danny Brown's Triple X, MF Badoom's Take Me to Your Leader, Del the Funky Homo Sapiens, Deltron 3030, Mr. Life's I Phantom, Le Orange and Jeremiah J's The Night Took Us In Like Family, Eminem's Relapse, Tyler Creator's Wolf, GZA's Lyrical Swords, Antler's Hospice, Green Day's American Idiot, Lord Huron's The Strange Trails, um, Teen Witch by Bones, Space Bar Kung Fu Vampire, Dream World by Blackout, The Black Parade by My Chemical Romance, Mannequin by Smalls One, 
which I had mentioned last month as my original choice for my last horrorcore album of the month. And there's more. I could probably list off that fucking 50 more albums. Do you guys want to list off any you'd like to review? Yeah, I, I think I got mine. Uh, these are the albums I would like. And if you can, uh, Cream, uh, do kind of like what Robbie said and put like a running yeah. list. Um, here's the here's what I want. Uh, Barney's Favorites, Volume 1. Barney's Favorites, <laughs> Volume 2. Barney's <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, let's listen. Guys live on stage. Happy holidays, love Barney. <laughs> Barney's great event. <laughs> Where are you reading this? Looking up Barney albums. <laughs> I love to sing with Barney. Barney's the great day for learning. Barney, baby, love and lullabies. L Barney Boogie, a great day for learning the Bo Barney Boogie, Barney Sleepy Time song. Oh my I God, love he's on Spotify. Barney, <laughs> jump, skip, and sing. Barney's big surprise. Let's go to the farm. You know what, Barney? No, I'm on Google. Yeah, you know what, Barney? Let's go to the fucking farm. I'm gonna take out Reuben behind the barn. <laughs> oh shit, no, but uh, for real, I want to review like some albums, like uh, Toys in the Attic by Aerosmith, which is like. Their most well, uh, the 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 album that put them on the map. Basically, I would really like to uh, hear your guys's thoughts on it because you guys listen to Nine Lives. I, I think it would be really great to see the contrast between their earlier work and their one of their most successful albums, and then uh, Nine Lives, which is not one of their most successful albums. I also want to add in that we should review Journey at some point. I would yeah, be down I for that. Well, um, do you guys have anything else? Oh, Do you uh, have a list of albums, Kareem? Uh, I, I have vague ideas, I guess. Um, I did kind of want to review some of the Jackson 5 stuff, because I, I like some of the music. The, the problem is, I don't really listen to album albums. You know, I listen to, like, some tracks here and there, so a lot of the things that, like, I, that I like, I haven't necessarily fully listened to the entire album it's from, so I don't Didn't you mention a David Bowie one, though? And oh, some that, Beatles yeah, I've ones? definitely listed, yeah. Uh, Ziggy Stardust, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust, and uh, Spiders from Mars. I really love that album. I, I think, I've heard it a couple times. That, that one I've definitely listened all the way through, and I that, I wouldn't mind talking about that. And then probably Beatles at some point. That That's inevitable. It's just, I have to decide which what I'm really feeling like talking about. It is the issue, because there's a lot of ones that I could be like, oh, yes. That's how I've been good. with Eminem. But I think my fir our first Eminem album review will either be Infinite or Relapse. Oh, and then I guess we could do some Van Halen at some point. Because I, I listened to Diver Down recently. I really liked that album. And then I remember really liking 5150. That was pretty good. But beyond that, I off the top of my head, I think I, that that's what I got it, in, in, the, in my brain. All right. And then one more idea just to make Ruben happy. Perfectly Platinum 30 Dynamite songs. This is from Barney on Spotify. Oh, I am oh, not God, reviewing it. Horrible. I am not reviewing we it. We are going to review it. I promise you, uh, our viewers, <laughs> we'll, we'll listen to every Barney album and we'll rank them all in a tier Why list. Barney appear on a rap song with the realist. <laughs> I, We're I, not I, discussing I, this anymore. This is dark. No. Well, Why is he on an your... album called Brown Boy Summer? <laughs> I, I don't know. Why is balls in your jaws like a result when balls I search for Balls in your jaws. Yeah. Like, what? I, I don't get it. When I left you to myself, I didn't want you around. Uh, dude, I fucking love that song. I'm sorry. He's okay. he, he, he fucking said Jackson 5 and 
That's a kick-ass song for the it Jackson is, Five. So, how are we ending the episode off? Um, so, uh, remember to subscribe and like our our uh, little video here, and uh, uh, please, uh, please give us money. Uh, we're poor. Kareem, we do has not have a Patreon. And, yeah, uh, Kareem has it. We have a GoFundMe. We don't. Uh, I just made it right now this second. Um, please give me money. <laughs> and if you uh, listen to the albums, uh, tell us what you think. Uh, if you like them or did you hate them or if you think that Hannah Montana, the movie, the soundtrack was a uh, 1,000 out of 10, you know, just saying, wink, wink. If you have shit taste, get the fuck off my channel. Um. <laughs> oh, and also if you guys want to suggest any Barney albums, uh, please go to Ruben Loves Barney uh, at <laughs> gmail.com and uh, we'll get you going right and, and there. This is why we'll be breaking up. This is the um, reason why in five years I will be in a prison cell for murdering this Ruben. This was the We're out. Did you hear the fart noise? Yeah, I heard the fart noise. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, end it right after the fart.